Who are the top players to avoid in 2019 fantasy football? We've talked about a lot of these names already, but it's time to review some of them again as you head toward your fantasy football drafts here in August. Let's get to it. Buckle up. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. I'm going to throw a bunch of names at you, and some of them are players I think you should avoid altogether. Others are just, hey, be cautious with this player at a certain ADP. Only pay this type of price tag for him. I will I will map it out for you at each player that I mention and let you know how I feel and where they should go or where you shouldn't, uh, where they should go, where you shouldn't take them, and, and if you should take them at all. So... I'll kick it off, and I'll kind of go through it ADP style. So I'll, I'll kind of go down through the first round to the second and see if we get into the third. Uh, number one on my list would be, if, if he's still in the first round for you, it depends on your league, it depends on your, your circle of people that you're drafting with, is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has a bit, has been a player I've been screaming from the rooftops, avoid this guy at all costs. When you're looking at near first round value, him as your first drafted player is a disaster waiting to happen. Offensive line injuries, shifting around of that offensive line to try and make up for those missing pieces. Uh, constant worry of knee issues. Uh, brand new coaching staff, very inexperienced. They're both off the offensive coordinator and the head coach are converted QB coaches, never been head coaches before. Andy Dalton's the passer. A.J. Green's out for who knows how long. Yeah, I like Tyler Boyd because they're going to throw to him a ton. But he'll be inconsistent in some respect, which won't necessarily matter. But as long as he's getting targets, he should score a lot of fantasy points. I like Boyd. That's the only player I like in this offense. Mixon is set up to see a lot of eight-man fronts, especially with A.J. Green out. A.J. Green being out should have been the final straw for the people still holding on to potentially first round value or first drafted player value or even high second round value. I don't touch Mixon until maybe the very, very bottom of the second round or maybe the top of the third. And I've got to be honest, I still would be uncomfortable drafting him because I doubt him extremely. The only thing I'd be thinking was maybe like trade value, you know, hey, at some point, all these other players are pretty questionable. Maybe I'll draft Mixon and trade him. But that doesn't always work out to your advantage because you might find that the the, the post-draft value doesn't match the draft value. Something you'll experience with players like Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's back in the top 15, top 12. I've seen him go at 7 or 8 again in a couple recent drafts because he's running at practice, folks. Oh, my God. Get, get the... Uh, <laughs> Get the uh, rankings out. Let's move him up because he's he's been caught running straight line pretty fast. That's not pad. You're not talking about getting hit with pads on, getting dragged down by linemen. He's not going to play in the preseason. He's getting thrown to the wolves in week one. Limited usage. I, I You know, let people reach for Gurley. So Gurley now again enters the bust stay away category. Once again, he... I went on my YouTube show in January and February when Todd Gurley was a top one to five overall pick 
and talked about how he was the biggest bust in 2019. I got laughed out of Reddit chat rooms, blasted all over the place in the comments, blasted on Instagram, and slowly but surely we've seen Todd Gurley's ADP fall all the way into the third round. How funny things change. How funny things change again. Because here he is showing up at 7 to 12 overall again because people are seeing him running. And even if Todd Gurley has an amazing week one, week two, week three, whatever, it doesn't make me stray away from him anywhere close to even second round value. I won't take him in the second round. Even if I cuff him, I won't take him because I'd rather take his cuff without him and draft a safer player like Dalvin Cook or Mike Evans or Antonio Brown or George Kittle even. Uh, call me crazy. Call me Call me what you want. I'm called all kinds of names. I have thick skin. Go ahead. But George Kittle is going to win leagues for people in 2019. Mark my words. I'd rather have David Montgomery over Todd Gurley. Oh, that's going to ruffle feathers. Why? Because David Montgomery, for some odd reason, people are not catching up to this guy. They're still drafting him in the fourth and fifth round. I just had a, a, a follower on Instagram tell me that he went in the seventh round. David Montgomery in the seventh round. What is wrong with people? He's a third rounder, and that's a steal. I'd pay top 25 overall value for David Montgomery if I had to. This is madness. The guy's going to be amazing. He's he's dragging Bears defensive linemen across the field in practice. There's a video on my Instagram feed. Go check it out. Instagram.com slash The Fantasy Football Show. Or just get on your Instagram app. Type in The Fantasy Football Show. Look for my David Montgomery clip of him dragging his defensive teammates across the field like they're kids jumping on his back on the playground the guy is going to be a force and I don't know how I got sidetracked into this topic but I don't care because it's worth talking about David Montgomery oh because of Todd Gurley David Montgomery I'd rather have and that might sound crazy to a lot of you especially Todd Gurley truthers that have blinders on the kind of blinders that I'm unable to take off successfully And I just have to wait until they break off your face and you realize that Todd Gurley of old has nothing to do with the 2019 version of Todd Gurley. Could he be okay for half a season? Sure. But I'm telling you right now that if you're going to count on him staying healthy, given that he broke down last year, they're going to have to limit him so much to keep him healthy that he's not going to be close to worth the value you're going to have to pay to get him at 7 to 15 overall value 7 to 12 wherever the hell he's going to settle at ADP wise after the recent camp news and video clips of him running fast in a in without pads everybody's like the guy's back well I got to tell you I'm avoiding Todd Gurley at all costs in 2019 because his ADP is just going to be through the roof. It's climbing. It's climbing back into a range I'm not willing to pay. Mixon, Gurley, I'm avoiding. James Conner, I I like James Conner. Guys, he's my number two bull prediction on the year in 2018. Obviously, I like the guy. I practically found him, and I challenge anybody to find an analyst or show 
that had bolder things to say about James Conner than I did in 2018 because he's on my number two bull predictions before any of the holdout talk for Le'Veon Bell even got momentum. And my bull prediction doesn't even speak to the holdout for, for Lev Bell. So I'm going to tell you right now, James Conner has so many red flags surrounding his situation. Talk about Eddie Faulkner, the running backs coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who was the coach of Jalen Samuels in college. He's now the running backs coach in Pittsburgh. You don't think he's going to want to use the running back that he fed receptions so much so that he had tight end eligibility in Yahoo leagues heading into his rookie year. I'm talking about Jalen Samuels. That's how much Eddie Faulkner used this guy. And Eddie Faulkner now gets his receiving running back to use and deploy in that Pittsburgh Steelers offense. And everybody said to me, you are crazy, Smitty, to avoid James Conner. You're crazy. You're a James Conner hater. I can't be a hater. I feel like I found the guy. I went on CBS Sports Radio, a show I do with Russ Bliss on CBS Sports Radio, The Red Zone, every week during the NFL season. I'm going to do it again. Get ready for it. It's going to be on Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And I'm going to do more bold predictions on there. And my bold predictions that I dropped, one of them was that James Conner would be a win a league player for fantasy owners who invested in him. And he j- he did just that. So I love James Conner. Love him. But a situation's riddled with red flags. Again, a lot of those red flags stem around the coaching. The fact that they are deciding, according to the coaches to use multiple running backs in 2019 at least a little bit different than they ever have before and people don't buy into that people don't believe that people say oh history tells us that James Conner will be the only running back used that's what history tells us Smitty well things don't always stay the same history changes eventually patterns eventually get broken so do what you want just make sure if you go down the James Conner road, you cuff him to Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell. And if you have roster sizes that make that impossible, meaning you can't draft a player like that on your roster, you can't draft the backups because you don't have enough room, you can only house five running backs, then you shouldn't be drafting James Conner. That's my advice to you. You shouldn't take Nick Chubb if you can't handcuff him to Kareem, to Kareem Hunt. If you think that's crazy, you're you're not alone. There are about half of the fantasy football population out there sitting there yelling at the rooftops, especially on my Instagram comments, saying that if you draft Kareem Hunt, you're crazy. Which is so funny because if you draft Nick Chubb, you need Kareem Hunt. I'm not saying or predicting bust out of Nick Chubb. I'm just saying if you draft a guy like Nick Chubb who could be a top 5 to 10 running back that's an aggressive, abusive runner to his own body that didn't really play a full season and you're not 
handcuffing him despite him being out half a season, Cream Hunt. Despite that, you're not handcuffing the two together when Hunt is probably the best backup in the entire league, minus maybe Daryl Henderson, and you guys know how I feel about him. It's crazy to say that just because he's out half the season, he's not worth cuffing to a guy that most likely would break down if he was to break down. He would break down in weeks 10, 11, 12 when he's been abused for 10 straight weeks with his aggressive, abusive running style. Back on topic, James Conner, what other red flags are there, Smitty? Well, you've got the fact that he broke down last year. He wore down and hit a wall and wasn't performing at the same level. Then he got hurt. Jalen Samuels filled in admirably. He was very good. And you have them talking about a running back by committee. There's a lot of red flags. Do I say avoid Connor like I say avoid Gurley? No. I'd take Connor at the bottom of the second, maybe top of the third, but then cuff him. But instead of taking him at the top of the, the second round or bottom of the first, I'd rather take a safer player and then grab the cuffs anyways. That's my thinking. And I'll leave you with two more. I'll leave you with a wide I'll t- I'll leave you with a wide receiver, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's coming back from ACL recovery, ACL surgery. He's not going to be quite at 100% yet. And if he tries to be at that level, I think he's going to get hurt again because his body couldn't possibly be ready at the 100% go capacity. And if he if he pushes it, that one thing about the human body that people don't understand is even if you look like you're 100% coming off something like that, if you are actually delivering 100% effort, and speed, and you look the part, and your body's not ready, guess what? It's possible to do that, but guess what's happening? Your body's compensating using other muscles and other parts of the body, and eventually, you're either going to snap your uh, Achilles tendon, you're going to tear your hamstring, you're going to rip your groin off your bone. Those are the things that happen to players that push it and try and rush back too early. Cooper Cup is one of my other avoids in 2000. 19. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.